0: Okay guys, welcome to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your Heavy Metal Podcast host, Tony Evans. It's a bit of a a two-part episode this week, not as long as they normally are. Um, To be truthful with you uh, listeners, I'm not feeling that great today. Um, Not physically, just mentally a little bit fatigued. It's that time of year. It's been a bit of a tough one with my father and so on. Um, Not that I need to to worry about that. I'm sure you, I hope you don't. but uh, I got some sad news um, a few days ago. You would have seen on my Facebook page, had you um, had you gone over there. Uh, if you you've just heard the opening guitar f- phrases to the show, that you're all well aware of. If you're new to it, um, the theme music was written by Josip of uh, Pure Envy, and I'm, and. Um, he helped me right at the beginning of this uh, journey of mine on how to use the door which is the digital audio interface um he sort of taught me how to um tweak my uh, sound levels how to record in you know, record my vocals in in um stereo and du- duplicate them instead of just being one audio track uh, which is you know uh, little things that you wouldn't know unless you were sort of a dedicated musician or really good at you know in a recording studio, and um, he—I consider him one of the uh, an, a friend of mine, a really, you know, and a really, a really decent guy. Uh, and he was in a band called Pure Envy from. Well, he was in a band called Pure MV from Newcastle, up the uh, other coast here past Sydney. Those that don't know who live overseas, Newcastle—not Newcastle in England, way no, <laughs> Newcastle, um, the other Newcastle, the sunny one near the sea. Over here in australia um now they've been traveling around for some time as uh a, as a band if you don't know them um shame on you personally but uh they play a, a kind of um a just kind of thrash that is so typically australian but also at the same time you can hear all the heavy influences of of slayer and Megadeth and yeah, all of those sort of history and groundbreaking um, bands. I was, well, I first came across them supporting Ace's High, the Australian uh, I'm Maiden Tribute band, which is playing this Saturday at the basement. Um, please do come along if you're here, that's in Canberra. Um, and at the, uh, I think it was the, German club, it was a German club here and I was absolutely blown away by their, um, just the quality of their musicianship live their where they commanded a stage Um, the whole band, all of them they're all just top notch guys Um, and they sort of, they only released two albums okay I'm doing this I'm doing this without notes guys because I've just had haven't had the energy to sit down and do my normal researched because this is just going to be off the top of my head so if i get anything wrong um i'm absolutely apologize uh, for that but uh, anyway so they've, they've reduced two out al- produced two albums and one and one single they are 2013's as a light fades and 2018's redemption and they had a single called Sweet Poison which came out last year they were going to t- intentionally going to record several singles and not release them as an album because sadly as I talked about before the show the music industry is in such um, a shitty state Re, really, um, small independent bands that um, they don't make enough money to produce an, produce an album it's better to produce singles release say 6 or 7 of them and um, and it's you get more of an impact, more dollar, uh, download for your dollar. You know, um, unless you're Taylor Swift, or of course, then do what you want. But unfortunately, um, bands like Pure Envy, who, um, to be brutally frank, uh, I mean, they uh, are worth a million Taylor Swifts uh, out there. I mean, they've got written. I've got them. I look, just looked them up there, and one of their they've, they're described as melodic thrash. Um, I think that's probably right. There's a lot of melody in their music. There's a lot of um, technicality. Uh, both um, all all members of the band, both uh, Adam Kiefel and Josip. I'm gonna really butcher your name, Josip. You know, I don't mean any harm with this. By this Mallock, Malcock, uh, Mallock. Um, they're both very gifted guitarists Um, they trade their solos really really well live Um, there's not a lot of friffery you don't get a lot of running around and and being um, uh, you know high octane they just stand there and they just power into the music and honestly when you're standing in front of them um, the, the, the feeling you get from their music is so intense Uh, It surprises me um, so much that they were never um, as big as they could be. And sadly, now they've disbanded as of earlier in the week. Uh, That's um, November 2023 for the future listeners. Uh, You never know. They may get back together again. You never know. Um, I only saw them a handful of times, sadly, because of COVID. Uh, but all the times I did see them, they absolutely blew my socks off. Uh, But I said the first time I saw them was in the German club, and it was like, it's a great stage, the German club, so it's a a big, wide stage, no barriers, a little bit, you know, maybe two feet, three feet off the ground, you know, um, so you're sort of knee height to the stage if you're standing at the front, and it's very it's very dramatic, um, very dramatic, the 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 lighting and the stage and stage presence there and honestly both um, Adam and Yosip are just brilliant frontmen but also uh Dave Lucum Lucum on bass uh, now Dave is a geezer right um, he's my age he's he's a, a, a he's a died in fan he can't go far wrong loves his prog um, and one of the sort of most, he's one of the most enjoyable bass players to see live because he he's not he's not an effusive bass player, you know he's not doing a Jacko Pistorius, you know he's not playing some strange and weird and funky um, time signatures and oddness. He he gets knuckles in, gets in the groove, but he's also dynamic, um, and he and he does he he has his presence on stage, which like the rest of them, are just. Um, just brilliant and again I'm, I'm, i know i'm blowing smoke up them but i genuinely mean this it's quite a sad for me that's why i'm, I'm giving them praise and and then you've got um one on drums zach's the youngest member of the band but man he can smack the crap out of those drums right he's got a really really um open and free um uh, movement on the kit you know he's dynamic he's thunderous he's he has nuance and, and, you know, when people say, oh, how can Thrash have nuance? Um, but if you haven't listened to my channel, this program before, then you have to understand that I genuinely believe it, it does have nuance, it has feel, it's not all just blistering speed. They write um, an absolute you know cracker cracker of songs. Now, the two albums, all, album, all of their music is available on any of the streaming platforms. Their website is still live, you can still go and buy product. Um, I would hope you do so so at least they can make some money um, out of their hard-earned work um, you know, because it's a real shame that people as talented as these group of, of men are um, we're not getting not getting recognition just as painful um, Josip did a, a lovely acoustic piece during lockdown and it really just sort of, it showed to me just quite um, how how soulful and talented he is. Um, Adam is exactly the same. Adam is more your balls to the wall. Um, he, he's the he's the he's the anger I feel that drives the fuel of the aggression in the band. Um, and I think that Josip. And I could be wrong here, Andy. You tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but I think Josip is more your is more the um, Well, the soulful side, weirdly, if you can say that about thrash, right? Um, I think you can. I think you can. Uh, just one second, bear with me. I'm just gonna pull up their albums. Um, also, grab some merch. Um, I regret I've only got two of their shirts. I really wish I'd gone and got more, and I'm gonna probably pop in and get some more. Of the 2013 album, As The Light Fades, uh, they're all crackers. In my opinion, all killer, no filler. A decent length of an album, you know, um, was released on the 1st of March 2013, 43 minutes and 33 seconds long. It does not let you down. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to go for each track because I just want to really give you some highlights of what I feel is my favourites. I feel Dan Nation... Uh, not the end um poison uh prison guard and um and history are my favorites, but of course, the whole album uh, bleeding out, damnation as a light fades, not the end, spiral dancer history, blow to pieces, prison guard, anything about me divine they're all great 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 tracks they've got and and you know what's really pretty amazing about this particular band is that um the actual production value of both albums is really good. Um, often, a, a, an album, a band's first album, the production value is pretty poor. But um, you can genuinely see that these guys know their way around a studio. Now, I'm, I don't know the full ins and outs of the production of this album, and one day I'm going to get Josip on the uh, on the on the um, on the podcast because I know he he doesn't mind a chat, um, and even may get Dave on. Um, the production would be interesting to know how it went and, and where, you know, any sort of ups and downs. But it's one of those albums that will disappear sadly now because it just will. But if you ever come across it uh, by accident, uh, plug it in because you will be really, really astounded. I would love to see this band... Um, their downloads go through the roof, guys. If or, or if you do one thing for me, nothing but else, but promise me this: that you, for me, um, and for Benji, who's also a huge fan of the band, um, if you could uh, just play one of their albums all the way through on whatever platform you are, give them a couple of shekels, right? Go and buy a T-shirt, buy a patch, buy the CD. I don't do something. Give these guys something to say thank you because this is my thank you um, to them because they came about at a time when i was really low um, i had had pretty bad time the year before i had a bad accident change of i was changing careers um life was changing um kids were leaving home you know all that sort of stuff Co- or covid or whatever you want to point your fingers at but they really gave me something to to knuckle into and to enjoy, and to be fair, uh, again writing the theme tune for this show of mine without any ask of money, without any, um, you know, he just said, "Yeah, I've got it for you," and he knocked it together in like an hour. It was just astounding. I, I mean, it's so gifted. Um, I also play some beautiful. Their, their guitars, they have are beautiful. I, I do cover all of their guitars. <laughs> black, particularly the black and white Flying V. Um, and um yeah anyway that aside uh and then come to the second album okay the second album redemption is where i saw them on that tour the redemption tour and they make some really fun videos by the way go and find them on youtube they have a real feel a real australian larrikin feel you know real um backyard heroes um your mates down the pub who played in bands that you were always really proud of and wish you could do the same you get that feeling um, with them yeah it's alcohol Um yeah it's a little bit it's fast and it's fun but that's, that's just what it is isn't it anyway um, their second album five years afterwards re- was uh, released um, on the 8th of June 2018 it's 49 minutes and uh, 49 seconds long it's called redemption it's got a brilliant artwork on the front i have to say it's it's probably my favorite of the two artworks it's uh really graphic it's um brightly colored it's very it makes i, I love the shirt i don't wear it because i don't want to wear it out <laughs> to be fair um it's it, the, the track lineup deception hollow Embo- uh, embodied by dust end of days blood of the innocent march Up to our graves redemption and forsaken now the Tracks that jump out for me on this album really, really hammer their type of music home. are uh, Marked to Our Grave, Our Graves, Redemption and Forsaken. Uh, Blood of the Innocent is also a real... It, it, it's almost proggy, and I don't think they'd like me to, to say that. I know that Dave wouldn't mind, but it almost has sort of a proggy feel. There's certain um, elements where when they're trading solos and then they're crunching into that sort of thrashy... Um, heavy uh sort of down uh, strumming you know uh, palm muted stuff and it is it's really sing along it really takes you on a ride um really hope that one day we get some more from them i really do and then they finished with their single sweet poison the video for that again um it was released on the 5th of august 2022 i remember it coming out uh it's got, again, I love the artwork on the front of this cover, like this single. It, it, this is my favourite of all the artwork. I wouldn't mind that on an out on t-shirt. If you're listening, guys, if you've got one, I'll have it in size medium, thanks. Um, but it's Sweet Poison. It's actually the more, it's 6 minutes and 42 seconds long. It's quite long for a single. But it's, it, um, I think this was their pinnacle in the respect that they've, re- I thought they were going to really go somewhere after this single. Um, sadly things got in the way they are hard-working guys um they all have lives to lead and unfortunately uh, rock and roll doesn't make doesn't make you millions unless you the stars align if you know what i mean can't all be iron maiden can't all be black sabbath can't all be def leopard unfortunately but anyway that's 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 pure envy um love you to, to jump on their page, have a listen, give them a review, say hello to them, uh, all around the world guys, because I've got people listen all around the world to this podcast, all the way from Ghana to Zaire, from Africa to to the Americas, from America, all through Europe, Russia, everywhere listen to this show. So why don't you jump on, have a listen even if it's just the one song even if it's just Sweet Poison you don't want to give yourself a whole album Um, just give them some kudos because lads I just want to say bye bye farewell Auf Wiedersehen um, Bienvenue Venus Notches Um, it's been an absolute pleasure and I really hope that we can continue to listen to your music which we can it's timeless right it's always there and forever um that we can continue to catch up, chat, and I hope that the anything you do go uh, make in the future, um, that we can be, that I can be and Benji and all the rest of us can be part of, because I think it's going to be a exciting time musically um, for you all. Something different, something exciting, maybe something um, unexpected. Who knows, eh? Uh, anyway, bye for now. Thanks for everything, man. Thanks for it, guys. All of you. It's been a real pleasure and a real ride, and it's a really sad time for me that I have to say goodbye to one of my favourite bands. Anyway, ciao for now. we um, come back on the other side of the show. I've got a few things I want to get off my chest um, that are sort of related. Anyway, thanks for listening. Do go and have a listen, as I said. I can't keep saying enough, but Pure Envy. It's easy to find. It's P-U-R... E-N-V-Y, capital E, capital P, capital Y. You'll find them. Anyway. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. Welcome back, guys, to part two. Um, you might hear in my voice, I'm generally actually a bit low, as I've said at the beginning of the show. And I think some things have happened recently that have really sort of um, cemented in my mind. I was thinking about this over the last few days. Uh, and if you remember from last week's episode, I saw a band that were just the most awful, bloated, self-opinionated, annoying and idiots I've ever most unprofessional people I've ever come across in my life Um, well it seems to cut it stems from that now I had a bit of an epiphany I wiped myself off (laughs) and uh, and (laughs) carried on no um, I had an epiphany uh, and um, it was this now the night before on the Saturday night I'd been to see Witch Skull at the basement in Canberra my second home, my favorite venue in all the world and uh it was a brilliant lineup there were four bands, all local, all different types there was a uh like a saints sort of um, um sydney punk seventies punk sound surfy punk sound like the celibate rifles all that kind of thing you know there was um there was a hardcore Band where you've got like 12 songs in th- eight minutes, which really, really struck a fantastic chord with me. I'm a big fan of uh, hardcore, particularly um, like The Exploited and stuff like that, really sort of kicked into my youth. I felt 17 again. Um, and then there was that wonderful, wonderful Canberra band, uh, Immemorium, that played this just this uh, fantastically technical. Melodic death metal that was just, um, they looked like they were having fun. They looked polished. They looked um, every bit an international act. Uh, really fantastic live. And then, of course, we, we got the headline of, of uh, Witch Skull, uh, the world's premier doom band, in my opinion. Canberra boys, uh, men, they good friends of mine and really nice guys. And they make outrageously good music and they are brilliant brilliant life and that cost me twenty six dollars twenty six Australian dollars which is about fourteen pounds eighteen u.s. it's unbelievably crazy to me and i'm gonna get on my soapbox here i'm on my horse it's getting higher Um, that I can do that, I can do that, and the bands can still make some money. I said to the, I said to Mick and Nick, the owners, I said, "Man, fifty bucks and would still pay that ticket price, even 60 I don't get it, right? Um, they said the band set those prices. Oh, it was just seemed crazy that I could pay that and have uh, seven hours. I was there and I had the fucking time of my life. I i'm gonna swear but i fucking loved it you know every minute the band came the bands will come out you chat to the guys i was chatting to the merch guys you know the, the, the owners the band friends of mine of the, of the of the of the of the basement you know locals local faces i know chitting chatting away having a great time you know getting stuck in front dead center just you know getting in whiplash and it, great sound but just brilliant right not one moment did I go oh you know i will go home I was like when is this I don't want this to finish right I didn't get home until almost two in the morning brilliant you know absolutely brilliant yet contrastly I paid over a hundred dollars for a ticket for Brian Jonestown Massacre on the Sunday um, at the uh, ANU the new ANU venue the Australian University venue in Canberra in the city, there and cold, stark, boring, middle of the road hipsters. Um, you know, these people they just I don't know. Look, maybe it's a cultural thing, maybe it's the fact that he does, he has sold a truckload of records. Anton, I don't know, but. there is no sense of there was no sense of equality when i the thing i love i've said this before and i'll say again one of the things i love about the basement i love venues like the basement i love the music that i listen to is that the bands will come out and walk around talk to you afterwards you're not there this is the punk thing this is what the pistols wanted this is what the punk movement wanted they wanted to be like everyone else but just playing in a band now I know you might say that's a bit of a a bit of a oxymoron right is it oxymoron is that the right word I don't No, not the right word but you know it's a little bit of a um, dichotomy being um, you know singing up there and being adored by lots of people and then coming out and being one of the one of the guys in the crowd I don't think so I think that's because that's why that music is so grounded I was saying to, to my lovely wife this morning, over coffee, I said, you know what? I said, if Steve Harris was walking down the street and I bumped into him, I said, hey, Steve, he wouldn't blank me and walk away like I'm a superstar. He'd go, he'd go in and he'd have a chat and he'd move on. Because he knows, he knows where the, pe- that he's, the music he makes for people is not just for him. He knows that the music he makes becomes not his anymore. It becomes ours and he's just a, a, um, a modulation unit, if you know what I mean, to get the music to us. He's like a, the needle; the drug goes into right, the, the way it gets into us. Um, that's a bit of a stark way of saying it, but if you know what I mean, right? He's the conduit. I think it's the right word. And he knows that. And when he's sitting on his private chair in his big mansion, um, who knows? No one, no one, no one begrudges him that because he knows that we want it and he knows where it comes and it's the same with all these bands it's the same with like Witch Skull it's the same with Pure Envy, as I said before and so I've decided I made a decision and it will probably be my New Year's decision the New Year's um, thing this year that unless it, the band is really necess- necessary to me I'm not going to pay to see them If I, you know uh, unless they're in Canberra unless the ticket price is under a certain amount uh, I'm just not going to do it it's not being tight, it's not about not value for money it's not about that, it's about um, it's about the connection I'm so disconnected um, with some of these acts at the moment that uh, you can see why the punk movement happened, why uh, you know, I love prog but they were so disconnected from their audience Um, and hard rock at the time and big bands like Queen and Deep Purple, and they're all dis- they were so, and Led Zeppelin. They were disconnected from their fans, and I feel that's what's happening. And I don't want to be part of it anymore. Uh, I really want to connect, um, in- and spiritually, uh, emotionally. And if I'm going to hand over my hard-earned money because I work bloody hard for what- my money that I earn, um, I'm going to part- I don't re- regret. I won't. I want to make sure, that a, the band is getting majority of it. B, that they understand that we are the fan base, and that they that, and there is this personal interaction, and C, that, um, that you that you're not, you know, not getting ripped off. I mean, it's the same as getting value for money, but if you know what I mean, right? There's no disc- there's no sort of just one, two, three, four, and leave like. A prime example of that for me was um, the last time I saw Alice Cooper. Literally, no interaction whatsoever with the audience. Part and parcel of a great gig experience is eye contact with the musicians, um, talking, to, chatting to you. Not abusing you, not know, are you abusing them, but chatting to them. So banter, some banter, as they call it now. Um, you know, uh, the f- feeling that. They can reach over the over the over the barrier and give high five you. You're only inches away from them while they're playing, and you can feel part of almost part of the band. You can see the magic happening, and me as a guitar nerd, particularly, I enjoy that. Um, seeing the magic happen, feeling the force of the drums on you. Um, that's what I want. Now, I have bought tickets for Iron Maiden. Of course, I am, and I will see Iron Maiden in every venue I could possibly can. And I will see, I'm, obviously I'm getting tickets for Creator, another big band, but they're playing in a smaller venue, right? And I think since COVID, uh, we've all rethought really about that, haven't we? Like Stephen Wilson, for instance, one of my heroes, when he comes, yes, he'll play big venues, but he interacts. You feel that he's part of, he's, he's almost part of the audience, out of body experience, sitting there watching himself. He's really getting into the the vibe That sounds all hippie, I know, but I just think since that experience, it's really changed. I've got changed by it. Sadly, I have. You know, at one time, I really liked the big band experience, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong, when I saw Paul McCartney a few weeks ago, and you don't get any bigger than that, and that was... It was wonderful. It was um, life-affirming, if you want to use weird phrases like that. Um, It really made me realise... Why music is such a part of my life And why I do this podcast And why I do my Facebook page And why I try to encourage everyone I know To find their inner music Whether it be heavy metal Maybe it be prog Maybe jazz Maybe pop Maybe funk Soul Rap Hip hop I don't care I encourage everyone to find their inner music Now I listen to this show So you obviously listen to heavy rock and heavy metal So you found your inner music but I encourage everyone, everyone. Um, in fact, it feels like it's my, almost sometimes I feel it's my calling in life um, to do it. I feel that, um, that it's deeply personal and it will help you heal. It helps you connect. It helps you um, coalesce your thoughts. It gives you direction. It gives you release. It gives you entertainment. It gives you a sense of um, wholeness, I think. And so when that is sort of um, taken away from you by that experience I had a couple of weeks ago um, with BM, BJM, um, and I know that the, the guy uh, has a drug issue. I know that he's an alcoholic and I know that he wasn't happy and you know what had I paid $25 for that I'd still be shitty cranky right but I wouldn't be as cranky because for that one gig that I spent that money on including cabs and dinner and drinks and so on I could go to 7 or 8 acts at the basement and that really rankles me you know because those bands and I and I say again, those bands could charge a hundred dollars and I would be very happy to pay a hundred dollars to see which skull. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. In fact, shut up and take my money. I, I said this to the guys at the venue, I reckon you should do you have the ticket price, but pay more pay more if you feel you want to. That's how they should do it. So yeah, to get the ticket is $25, but if you wanna pay more, here's a pay more option. So if you feel that the band, you wanna pay the band $60 for that gig, pay them $60, it's your choice. I think that's a really good idea because yeah, you may not, everyone might just think I'm just gonna pay my standard fee, they're gonna get my t-shirt money, they're gonna get my beer money, they're gonna get my record sales. But I think if you can add that a little bit more if you can afford to do so and let's be honest, most of us um, can afford more than 18, pound, eight, 18 quid or nine, 19 dollars or whatever the equivalent is for a gig we can, because we can pay a lot more than that and we do, don't we I, mean, I paid near on $300 uh, a ticket for Paul McCartney so we can do it, and we will do it Maiden's costing me a, an arm and a leg in travel on accommodation and so on but who cares because we can do it Um, but I think these smaller acts need a little bit more so let's start a campaign I reckon let's do it, let's say if you're going to pay the ticket price but if you can pay more to keep us going pay more and I reckon they would I reckon you'd get at least 50% would go you know what, I love this band I'm going to pay 40 bucks for this ticket and the ticket brought and that's $15 more and that goes purely not to the promoter not to the venue not to, it's just straight into their pocket you know, and if that band can walk away like Witch Skull can walk away with an extra five or $600 in their pocket after a gig let's be honest, they've all got mortgages, they've all got children they've got lives to lead they've got tours to play, promote they've got venue equipment to pay to buy um recording studio time vinyl pressing cd make it you know t-shirt it's all there right it's all costs so i think that i'm gonna wrap up my moan uh but i think it's a valid point i think it's a very very valid point and so to say bye bye this week um I'll be the same. Thanks, Pure Envy, for everything. If you've listened again to the show and got to the second half, or if you've come straight in just the second half, bye Pure Envy. By Andy, by Yosip, by Dave, by Zach. Um, thanks for everything. Thanks for trying. And above all, fucking thanks for trying. Thanks for giving it a bloody good go. Living the dream and trying hard. And, and really, that's all you can ask. You know, God, if I could look back on my life and think oh, I have two albums and a single and T-shirts with my na- band name on it and patches and stubby holders and I'm looking at my Pure Envy stubby holder now. Um, for those that don't know what stubby holder is in, in other countries, it's a a thing that goes around your bottle of beer to keep your hand warm when the beer cold. It's a very Australian... Um, it's an icon of Australia, really. I'd never seen them until I got to Australia. Coldy holders, they call them, stubby holders, whatever you like to call them. But I've got mine. In fact, mine's wrapped wrapped around my bottle of um, record cleaner, so I can keep it in my music room. I might bring it out for Christmas and wrap it around a beer. Hey, eh? why not? Anyway, thanks for listening. Um, thanks for understanding. I have. I hope I've not dragged anyone down. I've felt a bit down this week. Um, it was quite difficult for me to sit down in front of the mic. In fact. But I got there, um, and you know, the show must go on, as they say, the show must go on. Uh, rock and roll, guys, I am alright, please don't worry about me, it's just these phases I go through with my dad's um, illness, and um, being so far away, and then news like that with Pure Envy sort of hit me a little bit hard, and and that gig the other weekend really stuck it to me as well. Anyway, it's just nice to know my friends and fans are listening fans it's funny to say i've got fans you know but friends and and you know what my little listener in boardman in america that's always been there right from the beginning i don't know who you are don't know your name if you want to jump on to the web page onto my facebook page private message me i'd love to know your story you've always been there you've always listened i always look for you um and you know your foundation member like my mate like like all my friends that listen like benji like john like matt it's just nice that that people want to use some of their precious time to hear me wobble on anyway it's coming to that time of the day i've got to go off now and um would you believe it i've got to decorate my christmas tree and um get ready for the ho 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 period and I've also got to record seven episodes, seven 10-minute episodes I've had do every year for Christmas week. That's going to be fun. Actually, I think it's five episodes this week, this year. Anyway, either way, that's going to be an interesting one, that one, because uh, it takes a fair bit of effort. And it is always enjoyable when I do it. Anyway, bye for now. Keep it real. Remember what I said before, download one album, two albums, and one single of Pure envy give them a a little bit of a spike to say goodbye because they really are heart and soul of rock and roll bye guys